We are live on the sports porch. It's good to be back. Um, no, it's not. You'd rather be yeah. at the beach. Let's <laughs> well, come on. I mean, it's it's good to be Say back it like it is. on the. It's good to be back on the sports porch. I'm gonna adjust we my camera a little bit there. We should have just somebody. flopped spaces. We should have just flopped spaces. I could have been at the beach this week, and you could have. Yeah, been that would have been nice for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 good to be back on the sports porch, but and and it's good to be home. But um, I'm telling you, I did not bring this weather with me. I did not. It's, uh, Dude, it never yeah, left sorry. from when you left. It, I know. It, I I don't think it. I don't think we've had a single day of sunshine I know. in Pittsburgh since. I can remember when. And here, here was my background right here. <laughs> that was my background. That's what I was staring at every day. Uh, yeah. I don't have a picture of rain. I don't need to show a picture of rain. But let's let's jump right into the sports sports right now. As you can see, well, you could you um, could have shared the picture that I I texted to you when you were there. <laughs> I don't I don't That's, remember. Oh yeah, the greenfield. Yeah, the greenfield. The yeah, greenfield, the weather. Gray sky back. And I said your weather your your resort is really nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, listen, guys, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Back on the sports porch, I'm Chris. This guy over here, that's Steve in the Greenfield porch. I'm in the Monroeville porch. It's Where's a rainy Mark? day in Pittsburgh, which is not unusual. And uh, Mark is not with us tonight. He has a family matter that he has to take care of. Uh, we wish him and his family the best, and, and uh, I'm sure we'll see them back here soon. But yeah, we'll sports does go on. Sports does go on. So well, let's just jump sports. right into it. Um and uh, the first thing I think we want to do is uh, obviously express our sympathies to uh, the Dwayne Haskins family. And, um, you know, it really is a tragedy when somebody loses it. And, and it doesn't matter if it's an NFL star uh, or, or, or just a person like you or me. You know, it's, it's a tragedy, especially at a young age, for something like that to happen. And I happen to follow Dwayne's career uh, being a, a Redskins slash Commanders fan as well as a Steelers fan. Um, I was excited when they drafted him. I had high hopes. Unfortunately, um, the the commanders have a way of destroying NFL careers right now. So, uh, but when he caught on with the Steelers, you know, I mean, hey, it was another chance. So our sympathies uh, and thoughts and prayers go out to his family. It's a terrible loss for uh, for the NFL family, for his family. Um, and uh, I think that's all I have to say about that, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Haskins never really uh, had a, had a chance to really catch on here in Pittsburgh. You know, they 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 brought him in as you know basically a backup as kind of an insurance policy, and yeah. he really only played in in that uh, preseason game in Canton, the the, the the very first game last year. And uh, I mean, he looked fine. I mean, he looked like he could he could be a good quarterback in the league for a while. Maybe not a starting quarterback. Certainly not a superstar where he was drafted, but. Yeah, right. anytime, anytime something like that happens, you know, twenty-four-year-old kid essentially Terrible. didn't even didn't even get a chance to to you know really fulfill his dreams of you know he did get drafted and you know um, but he really didn't get the chance to really show his talents and uh, now it's all gone. So I guess you know we're just thankful yeah. for the days that we have and uh, we you know we just hope they, they yeah. figure out what happened and you know, I know there's going to be an investigation and. And and everything, but it's still a tragedy yeah. for for the people he left behind. And I mean, all 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 the players were you know really really taken aback with his death. I mean, you could you could see oh, the yeah. tweets. They they definitely were like, "Wow, this is you know this is a terrible thing." And um, and it is. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't want to dwell on it too much, and we don't want to speculate. It's just it's a tragic loss, no matter what. Um, 
you know, but Tim I mean, has it, a comment here. Unfortunately, he's passed away. So now do we try to move up and get a QB or do we stand pat? And that's actually yeah. kind of where we were going to lead. Yeah, Amy says right. hello, coming at you from Washington, PA. Dance out Wash, there. Pop. Thanks for being here, Amy. Really appreciate it. So let's let's move along here. Um, when you uh, when it doesn't matter how a player is when a player is no longer part of a team in any way, shape, or form, it's going to affect the team. Yeah. So you know, looking at it from the Steelers' standpoint in their roster. And the and the draft right now, right? How do you think this affects the Steelers' draft? Um, how do you how do you how do you think, Steve? I think it does. Um, I think it leaves a void uh, in the quarterback position. I because you know they I think they wanted to have a competition there. I st- still think they do. Um, so uh, with you know the passing of of Haskins and um, and Josh Jobs, I just saw just signed uh, with uh, Cleveland, which. I don't know if he would have been in the mix anyways. I mean, basically it means it's just Rudolph and Trubisky. And I think that that might be good for this year as competition. But I mean, if you're really looking towards the future, are those two guys really going to be the future, the franchise quarterback for the Steelers, say two, three, four years down the road? Probably not. So um, does it make sense to go get a quarterback? You know, I've probably said, different things at different times on this podcast on the, on this live uh, show where I think it would be a mistake to go get a quarterback in the first round, but I think that's what the Steelers want to do anyways. And I think this just solidifies that they're, they're going to do that. The question is, is, and then we talked about this last week, uh, will they move up to do it? And I don't think they should. I would be surprised if they do just because they have too many other needs. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced that, you know, Haskins not being a part of this deal is really going to change their the trajectory of where they are. Um, you know, a, as a player, um, we, we've talked about Malik Willis as a draft pick being a project. Well, I mean, Haskins had shown that, that he was a huge project. Um, there was always an upside, but whether or not that upside was going to be realized, unfortunately, we'll never know now. But based on where he had been and, and how he had played and how he had approached the game, I don't I, I really didn't see an upside. So I didn't factor him into the Steelers quarterback conversation, honestly, at all, unless there was this big leap forward. Um, there's a reason they signed Trubisky. So I don't see it really changing um, the situation other than I think it just reinforces the fact that Trubisky, as Mark has said in previous shows, Trubisky is is going to be the starter. It's his job to lose. Uh, Rudolph has always been the backup. And he's, I, I, I mean, I don't know if you could call him a serviceable backup or not, but he's a backup quarterback. That's obvious. So um, then there comes the question of depth. You know, so now if they weren't going to go quarterback number one anyway, um, you know, now it becomes depth. And when it comes to depth, you've got a solid and I'm, I'm using the term lightly and, and you can step in and interrupt me anytime, Steve. You, you've got a solid number one guy at quarterback and a solid backup. So your depth third string, the guy never dresses anyway. There's a secondary market for that. And there's plenty of time. So. I really don't think it's going to change. It's, it might internally in the organization change the way they look at some things, but I don't think it's going to change the way they do. I think, I think you're right, but I think they really do want to go out and get a franchise quarterback 
the year after Ben goes so that that, that question isn't lingering out there because it will linger. And if right. they have a terrible season or if they have a sub 500 season, which seems to be the the high water mark for the Steelers lately, can you get above 500? Can you stay above 500? And then can you make the playoffs? Um, if they don't do that, then that question will be louder uh, for sure. And if they don't have a quarterback on their team, then it's just going to continue to, to, to fester. The question is always going to be out there. So the question right. is, do they want to do they want to address the long term need this year um, with the pick that they have? Um, thinking that maybe in you know we talked about this, they they really vetted all the quarterbacks, every single one of them. Um, yeah. So so if they have a favorite, if they got a number one quarterback on the board in their mind, and he's there at their pick they're probably going to take him. I mean, I just can't see them not doing that. Now who yeah, that is, nobody knows. And and we were, we kind of thought that was, could be process even when Haskins was here. Um, I just want to get Richard's comment in real quick. Um, well, we, we, we are going to talk a little buckos in a little bit, but we're going to, we're going to delay that. But remember what we said, right? Five in a row. Uh, Brad, thanks they for being here. Really one. appreciate it. Brad is uh, <laughs> wondering if we know when the schedule comes out this season. He's trying to figure out which game to come to Pittsburgh. Um, I, the, the schedule usually comes out end of April, early May. So Yeah, it's um, after the draft. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not I out think it's, Yeah, yeah it's it'll probably be not until mid-May, I believe, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll get that posted, but, of course, it'll be all over the Internet anyway. Um, so I don't I – don't, think uh i saw i saw online uh, you know some draft grade or excuse me some some off-season grades for the steelers so far this year and some people are giving them bad grades and and i i don't think right now is time to grade their off-season because we do have the draft to go through first of all second of all i really don't think they've had a bad off-season you know other than uh, the obvious tragedy that's happened in the last 48 hours but um, I, I just don't I don't think they've had a bad offseason. I think they've addressed some needs the proper way. Well, and, I think um, it, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish it up. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, and I, I think that uh, uh, in, in addressing the needs on the line the way they did through free agency, um, you know, there was a story out a few months ago that you can put together a world class offensive line. You don't have to have number one draft picks. You know, yeah. so uh, that indicates to me that they're not going to draft an offensive lineman, number one. Well, I think the bad grade in the offseason is essentially because we've lost our Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, if you throw that into the mix, I think that's a huge loss that you're never going to be able to just replace the very. Yeah, but that was known that they knew that was going to happen. No, no, but that, I that, mean, wasn't, it's just, that wasn't an unknown. It's just, it's just an it's just an overall grade of the team last year versus the team this year. I, I don't and when you lose a quarterback like that, you're going to be downgraded no matter what happens. I mean, yeah. and I agree with you. I, I I love most of the things that the Steelers have done. They've addressed the offensive line. Um, they went and got a linebacker, somebody who can actually tackle and probably play 17 games. And um, the thing they didn't address yet is the secondary. So um that's something that's still, you know, to be determined, whether it's through the draft or if maybe they go get somebody else. Although they did they did pick up that cornerback from Buffalo. So um yeah. so they did so, address the secondary. So I guess they did, but you know, so so I think I think they checked all the boxes. Now, did they give them a great bright green check mark or is it just a check mark? 
That's yeah. probably that's probably that's probably the difference, right? And when you well, have and you so see- when you have so many needs, you're not going to be able to just say, "Wow, we went out and got that guy. He is amazing." Yeah. And I, actually, I think Miles Jack is amazing. The fact that Jacksonville cut him, you know, I think it was just dumb. Yeah, that was part. a surprise. I think I think that's that's real. That's a really good pickup, and I don't even think did Bobby Wagner go somewhere. I know he was thinking about going. To the yeah, Rams, he signed. He signed he with the Rams. Rams? I think did he, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, no, I mean, Super Bowl for them. He would have been. He would have. He would have been the only other uh, linebacker that I think you know would be on par with somebody like Miles Jack. So, um, so yeah. So uh, I agree with you. I don't know why all these grades are are a little bit lower than normal, but eh, whatever. I don't get uh, worried DG, about the grades. DG's in the house from uh, South Florida, uh, uh, Palm Beach Gardens again. DG, thanks for being hey, here as David. always. Um, love how faithful you are, my man. <laughs> and uh, um, Glutton for punishment, we'll, clearly. We'll address this question uh, in just a sec. If Baker gets cut, will the Steelers go after him? Um, but uh, what I was going to say is you really can't – you really can't uh, – dra- you can't grade a draft – or excuse me, you can't grade an offseason for any team in any sport until the next year plays out. I mean, it's you, it's yeah. like grading the paper before you read it. You know, you can say it looks good, it looks bad, but really the performance on the field, you know, if, the, if they step in, fill the shoes and and overachieve, then you're going to get an A+. If they come in and they're a bomb, then you're going to get an F. There's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. So uh, when it comes to if Baker gets cut, will the Steelers go after him? I mean, you shook your head no, Steve. Absolutely not. I, I they, yeah. they, they signed Mitch Trubisky even if they wanted Baker, which I'm, I'm sure they don't. Um, they, although it'll be fun, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. And, and DG I mean, says, I think, hopefully no Baker. I, I, I don't I think, think so. Baker, Baker will get picked up by somebody that that's, it's inevitable. I mean, he's, he's a number one pick on a team that actually made the playoffs for the first time in a very long time. So, I mean, you know, on a competitive team. So I think he'll get picked up by somebody. I don't see why he wouldn't, whether he'll be a yeah. backup for a year, kind of like what happened with Trubisky. I don't yeah. know, but somebody will pick him up for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, he's like they said, um, and I believe that he is a, a starting quarterback on a team. Maybe not this year, um, but we'll find out more about that as things play out. So, um, you know, that that being said, I think for right now, um, we're going to we're going to move on to our next topic. But in between topics, uh, I made a promise. Uh, I want to get my wife in a little <laughs> earlier. Our biggest sponsor, Lauren Klein, the Pittsburgh Property Diva, as always, want to thank her for all the support she gives the Sports Porch. You're buying a house in Pittsburgh. Make sure you call Lauren Klein or visit PittsburghPropertyDiva.com. So uh, I love how Steve laughs every time I put that picture up. Um, it's fine. I love Lauren. <laughs> she deserves to be part of this broadcast. That's right. She does. She does. So um, obviously I'm going back to an earlier comment here. Uh, is this the episode where we talked Bucko's big win yesterday? Now, Richard, if you remember, we agreed that we would talk. Um, um, we would talk. Steve keeps messing up the picker. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I kept doing it first. I just flash it. I just flash it. Yeah, so you look yeah. at it and be like, what's that? Uh, what is he what? doing? What is he doing? Uh, you got to put something <laughs> a little more eye popping up there than that. Anyway, so uh, I, I now I just dared you. Anyway, what I was getting <laughs> yeah, that's at, a bad was, idea. That's a real bad. Look, idea. I'm losing. I'm losing control now. And it's just me and you. You know, I've no, still I got know. island brain. I'm still in St. Thomas. So, yeah. um, what we agreed to, Richard, was if the 
if the uh, Pirates win five in a row, and they haven't even played five games yet, but if the Buccos win five in a row, we'll make them a topic. It's the homeowner openers coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So the home opener is coming up, um, and uh, they hit a grand slam the other day. And what is their record? We're in One fourth place already. Two. One and two. That's right. All right. So there's our Buccos talk for the <laughs> for the afternoon. But I do want to I do want to bring something up. Speaking of speaking of baseball, we have it. Well, hold on. We have uh, we have a bunch of comments here. Tim, I think he's referring to my draft comment. You can't grade the draft until the season's right. The proof is in the pudding, as they say. Um, coming in from Palmetto, Bradenton, Florida. Thanks for being here. DG says uh, Lauren looked right at home on that sailboat. That's a picture of my. Yeah, that's a maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, bring that uh, picture in. Uh, not going to happen, Tracy. <laughs> I think is talking a about diehard man. Yeah, Richard, yeah, Richard, Richard is diehard. So let, let me give Richard a little bit of a little bit of pirate stock, just since he's okay. such a diehard. Right. Just since All he's right. a diehard. Look, give Richard, Richard, what he wants. The only game that matters is being played tomorrow. Okay, this is, will be the <laughs> most highly attended Pirates game this year. Okay, so if you're going to pay attention, pay attention tomorrow because the you know twelve the. 15, maybe 18,000 people that end up being in the stadium tomorrow is about as filled as it's going to be. So Pirates World Series is tomorrow. Let everybody put on your Pirates gear. It's the one Uh, day a year where we can be excited about the Pirates, okay? Because after tomorrow, it's back to the the same old suckos, man, because that's where they're headed. I mean, that's a new one. With with the payroll of of 35 million, they're not yep. going to be competitive. And I know, I know their second best player. I don't even know his name. I know he signed like an eight year contract for to like, Brian Hayes. Yeah. You know, yeah, actually, for like $70 million. Let's, let's talk I mean, about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, to Brian Hayes is, if you'll remember, he's Charlie Hayes' son. Remember, Charlie okay. Hayes played third do, base. Yeah. For the Yankees, for the I think he actually played for the Pirates for a little bit. Right for the Phillies, had a pretty decent, uh, uh, and Richard says perhaps next week's show. Well, we're giving you a little Pirates now anyway, but, but um, you know, he was a decent player. He was a pretty good baseball player. Um, and this is his son, Key Brian Hayes, and he's younger. I, I, I guess the, the whole idea here is why? Okay, I think you're obvious, locking up. Don't you? No, you tell me what's obvious other than other than you're locking up a whole bunch of money. It's guaranteed money, you know, That's so it. you're locking up a whole bunch of money. Well, Dude, why? Guy, to, is it an excuse to not sign players that are probably better than him? I actually I know. I actually think that the Pirates just threw it out there. OK, I don't know. I don't have any insight into baseball. This is 100 <laughs> percent speculative. OK, I, I've, I, I've not read anything about this. This is just my brain working. So when it goes off the rails, just just let it go. OK, but right. I think I think what happened was the Pirates were like, we got to throw money at somebody. Let's throw in like Brian Hayes. Let's just give him let's just give him a super long contract. He'll never sign it. You know, for eight years for seventy million. <laughs> Little did they a, know he'd be a fool to sign that, right? And if he does sign yeah. it, well, then we can still always cut him. You know, and he signed yeah. it. And I think the reason he signed it was because he knows he's an average smoke. You know, and he knows this team's gonna stink. So why not just take the guaranteed money? Why not just say, "Hey, I can live off of seventy million for the rest of my life. If I got to be in Pittsburgh for eight years. 
eh, there are worse things in life. Boom, yeah. he signs it. You know? Yeah. Well, I think I, the I pirates were like, uh, what? You said yes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there, I, you know, and, and I don't think there's any speculation as to why he signed it. It was it was $80 million. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, right. of course you're going to sign it. Unless I mean, you're, it, unless you're, unless you're Max Scherzer, you know. I guess he, um, he's like a he's like a career two ninety hitter or something like that. So I guess he does he can hit the ball like forever. Oh yeah, he does get on base. He's an okay guy. So yeah, eh, why not yeah. take the eighty million? Well, that's the thing though. The Pirates are trying to lock up an okay guy. It's not like he draws fans to the ballpark. I mean, now look, let's not take anything away from the fact that that he's a professional baseball player. He definitely has some skill. And once in a while, players have a breakout season. And once again, you grade signings after the season begins. So, yeah. you know, we get halfway through the season and he's an all-star. Um, and or he's, you know, next thing you know, he's he, he belts 38 home runs and bats to 292 and has 110 RBIs. Of course, he's leading off. So but, you know, that's the thing. Um you know, who knows? But uh, I love Tim's comment. Well, we're not trusting the process. Yeah, well, I don't think we've <laughs> we really understood. The what the, yeah, what is the process? That's the what process I process is you give me your money, I put it in my pocket. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. right. That's exactly. The, that's the process, okay? That's the process. Exactly. We, exactly. We well, understand the process. You know, uh, it's, it's going to be a long season. We already know that. Um, hey, by I'm, the I'm, way. Yeah, my my comments last week about the Pirates playing in old uh, Riverhound Stadium is starting to pick up a little bit of speed. Huh? I I heard today on a major talk show in Pittsburgh, um, a certain talk show host talking about what the Pirates should do to get better, and that should be kick them out of PNC Park. So it wasn't exactly the same, but it's in the same genre of if the Pirates are only going to spend $35 million and they can make $50 million by being at PNC Park, just kick them out. And I love the well, idea. I think it's – I, I love the idea. I'm 100% behind that idea. I would say that maybe we have a bigger audience than we think we do. Well, I know, we, I know people are getting ideas from us, and that's just scary. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is really scary. Not that, not so much from you, but more so from me. But, you know, so DG says if he becomes an all-star, the Pirates will trade him for three mediocre players. That's exactly right. Most likely. He won't Yo be Carey, a Pirate. That's right. Um, are the are the Buccos the equivalent to the Browns for the MLB? You know, that that's a that's that's a great question. First, let's get Rob's no, comment in here. Get rid of they're the owner. Worse. Wish we could. Um it's I mean, the easy answer is yes. I mean, that's that's the easy answer. Um, that's true, because I, I mean, if you think about it, every 10 to 15 years, we surface and maybe make the playoffs and then we go back to being in the basement for the next yeah, 12 years. It, I think it's a fair want, comparison. If you want to if you want to look at it that way, um, <laughs> it is. If you want to look at it that it. way, you can. But the way I'm looking at it is um, the Pirates are actually worse. And the reason that I look at it that way is because for for as as bad as the Browns organization has been, they are always they always give the impression, especially in the last few years, mm. that, that they're really trying. You know, they're always trying to go after that number one QB pick. They they pick up Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. They got Nick Chubb. You know, they're trying. They're just yeah. it's more of a curse where the Pirates, they don't even care if they win. And I'm not yeah, talking they about don't the even players. Try. 
They won't management. go out and get a player. Yeah. No, right. they won't even go. They think that just like, you know, <laughs> just like uh, DG says, as soon as they get any all-stars or have a good season, they get worried they're going to have to spend Time more to money go. to keep together. Right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's start off. And it, uh, no, the Redskins. Yes. Thanks, Richard. Really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the Redskins, but now, now the Redskins are different from the pirates in that they, uh, I hate to even say this. They, they try, they look like they're trying, um, but let's not even talk about that. That's a sore spot with me. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, wait a minute. Hey anymore. They finally have a name. They're the commanders. Come on. Let's use their That's real right. name now. Yeah. Uh-uh. Formerly known as the Redskins is acceptable. Um, hey, we got, we, we, we got friends in Thailand. How about that? Stuff from Thailand is catching up on some Pittsburgh sports news. Uh, compassionate pirates and the Detroit, compassion pirates. And uh, the Detroit, oh, compare pirates and the Detroit lions. Um, yeah. I mean, they got rid of Stafford uh, for, uh, Goff. I mean, yeah, they kind of, they, 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 yeah. And the Lions for all those years, they had Barry Sanders. I mean, he was a highlight reel every game and yeah. who cared, you know, uh, Mike Lawrence says, if you kick the pirates out of PNC, what happens to that stadium? Well, it's easy. I mean, go ahead. What happens? It's easy. The, the, the pirates end up leaving. And then they just get they just get another franchise that wants to come in here and win. That's what happens. I mean, yeah. you know, you're talking you're talking a decade of weirdness for sure. Not having baseball, kind of like what happened up in Cleveland, you know. So yeah, yeah the the comparison to Cleveland then would be solidified yeah. if that would happen. But I think but it, it, I think and, the- and it's not that you kick them out of PNC Stadium. You the um, you you set some clauses up when they sign their next contract that says you got to spend so much money or that money that you make in concessions comes back to us something like that. And that's the problem with leaders. I'm not going to go off on this tangent too far. So stay with me. The problem <laughs> with the leaders is that they won't, they won't stand up to the pirates because they always look at the stupid turnstile number and the, how many millions of people come downtown and it's, I don't even want to get started. We went on this. I know before. you, you, you so, almost yeah. blew a gasket last week. I thought you're going to yeah. have a stroke. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, here's an interesting boxing in with glass windows and going. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yo, Kelly. there you go. Yes. That's what sassafras and chocolate milk does for you. It makes that's you a very working person. well for you. Yo, Carrie, yo, that's an excellent idea. Excellent idea. I'm I was actually going to say we turn it into the sports porch, uh, personal broadcast studio. Imagine that. <laughs> Put you in left field, Schwab in right great field. Background that would be a me great at home background. plate. Yeah, it'd be much, awesome. We probably get my pens banners and my hockey yep, garbage yep. in the background, and the empty wall in my home office with the TV skewed to the wrong to the wrong side. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, all right, uh, enough buckos. That's that was there is there is enough. one thing we're we're talking about baseball right now, and I want to introduce something that maybe we'll start doing. Um, I was I was perusing through social media today and I saw this statistic pop up. I'm going to put it on the screen and I'll read it for you. What I what I want to do is I I, I want to come up with some of these these old time statistics. You just don't see this kind of stuff anymore. And here it is right here. Um, Yesterday, Major League Baseball registered a total of 254 strikeouts in one day. Tony Gwynn struck out a total of 124 times over his final eight seasons. (laughs) Wow. Half of I mean, what happened yesterday. Come on. They just don't make them like they used to. Man, Tony they, Gwynn could hit, man. They just don't make them like they used to. So if you have any uh if you have any great uh statistics, 
along those lines. I'm playing with the banners and everything here. I, I got to do something about my camera. And all that stuff. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm totally out of whack. Totally out of whack. So uh, anyway, so yeah, Tony Gwynn, 124 strikeouts in his last eight seasons combined. And yesterday in, in Major League Baseball, there were 254 total strikeouts in one day. Unbelievable. So moving well, on from... Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Here's a stat for you that will take us right into our next segment. Sidney Crosby played in his 1100th game yesterday and scored yes, his and scored his 1400th point in overtime. Wow. <laughs> so so there you go. Yeah. So if anybody likes nice even numbers, it's got to be a guy yep. like Sid, you know, only Sid would do that. It's a total Sid thing to do. 1400 points in 1100 games. It's got to be zero zeros. He's buttons it all up. He's got it all figured out. He yep. knew, you know, 15 years ago that was going to happen. I promise you. He's that uh, attentive to detail. We're going to we're going to go back to football here. I, we just have to. The Maulers will be more <laughs> successful than the Pirates. Absolutely. Um, most likely it's not hard to do. And of course, they unveiled their their uh, mascot today. Uh may look familiar oh my god yeah it's just it's that steely mcbeam they just put it they just put a different jersey on him i swear to god yep yep that's incredible isn't it that's steely mcbeam i know i know (laughs) they don't even have enough money to get a get a get a mascot that's hilarious uh the next is the chiefs in 2012 that's incredible too thanks for that let's move on to the pens here um so we were just talking about Sidney Crosby, 1,100 games, incredible, 1,400 points, even more incredible. I mean, the guy scores a point every game, more than a point, a point and a third. Yeah. Um, that, that's an incredible career, and he's still going strong. But the Pens have been struggling as of late. So, Steve, take it away. What's going on with the Pens? Are they, are uh, like you said earlier when we were texting, are they now pretenders or are they still contenders? Well, I always like how you know when the Penguins are doing bad. That Ooh, me? troubles me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know, I know you like hockey, and, and but it's like only when the Pens are doing really good or doing really bad. It's like Chris is suddenly focused in on the Penguins. They're well, falling apart. What's going on? Ah! Let's, it's it's because it's because when they're doing really good, everybody's talking about it. When they're doing really bad, everybody's talking about it. What's the difference? You're either doing good or bad. I mean, if they're 500, nobody's talking about it. You know, well, that's then, actually then, considered bad. But. Yeah, well, then they've been very entertaining this year because they've been very streaky. They've they've had here's some your, really. Here's your favorite there's, comment. There's your favorite comment right there. Let's go back to DG. Go ahead, Steve. Thank no, you. David has it right. So the last game, let's start with the last game, which was eh, a mixed bag to be sure. But at least they got the win in overtime. And Crosby literally willed the team to a victory. I mean, he just put them on his back and he said, I'm not going to lose this game. We're going to win this game. And uh, unfortunately, their first period, I think they had a total of like three shots. They got outscored 11 to three, um, but yet somehow managed to come out of the, the period tied. Um, and then um Second period, they just fell apart. They looked terrible. They 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 couldn't. They just couldn't play defense. Their their big problem now, and I know this is a little wonky, but they just give up this hundred foot pass where the defense 
will take the pass and shoot it the whole way down to a, a streaking guy down the side, and he'll receive the pass basically as he's entering into the offensive zone. And the Penguins can't stop it. It's just the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've seen it probably 100 times when they played against the Rangers. I saw it three or four times yesterday in a good game. I just don't understand how they can't stop that neutral zone pass from going from the from the defensive end right into the offensive end zone. And that's something they need to work on. Um, two problems I think they're having right now. Well, let's talk about the game. So the game yesterday, they ended up winning 3-2 in overtime um, only because of Sidney Crosby. Malkin, <laughs> at the end of the second period, decided to cross-check somebody to the face, some jabroni, Borowski or somebody like that. And he should have actually he should have actually gotten a five minute major and probably thrown out of the game. It was to me, it was an egregious penalty. If put it this way, if Tom Wilson would have done that to, say, Teddy Bluger, we'd be screaming bloody murder over it for a week here in Pittsburgh. And, and it was it was it was egregious. But anyway, Malkin's uh, meeting with the player safety development. The player safety development's an idiot. So he'll probably only give him a game or two. So in this case, in this case, it actually helps us that he's an idiot because, um, you know, Malkin gets frustrated. Here's the problem with Gino. Good Gino is he's a beast. He runs guys over. He does everything. He's fast. He's got the puck. He moves around. That's beast Gino. Bad Gino is frustrated, takes his stick, beats it over somebody's face or, or you know, <laughs> trips, trips somebody up. Or, or worse yet, tries to do some things in the neutral zone where he'll give up the puck like what happened against Washington. Gave it up to a defenseman who then, you know, hit our favorite Tom Wilson streaking down the side and shoots the game winner. So, so I don't think Malkin will get three to five games, Tim, just because I, he's, only been, he's only been suspended one other time in 2019 for a stick infraction, and that one was nominal at best. So I think I'll be surprised if he gets more than he won't get more than three games. That'll be the max he'll get. I promise you that. But probably only get a game, maybe two. And if he's smart, he just just sits for the next two games. Unfortunately, they do play against the New York Islanders next two games. Uh, And the Islanders have won uh, five, uh, five of their last seven games. So they're not really in danger of catching the pens unless they beat the pens twice on Tuesday and Thursday, then they'll still be about six points behind the pens and the pens play some really bad teams after that, uh, except for Boston. But the problem with the pens, go ahead. I was going to say, I I, I like this. I like this comment that Tim made, you know, you're going to have these stretches in a season better now than in the playoffs. Well, that's an interesting, that's an interesting comment, Tim, but since March 1st, I did the I did the math on this today. They played 14 games against playoff teams. Teams are definitely going to make the playoffs. Eight against the East and six against the West. They're two and six in those games against the East, and they're three and three against the West. So the teams that they beat were Tampa Bay. Oh, and sorry, we beat Carolina, yo, Carry. Yeah, so suck that. Um, but they did also lose to Carolina. So um, so I think. That's the problem. The problem is not that the Pens don't have or won't get to 100 points. The the Pens will probably most likely, yeah, I know, 102 points. <laughs> I had to get that up there. Uh huh. He likes to well, stir up trouble. No, no, he should. The Car- Carolina team's really good, but I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. If we had to play against a team in the East, 
I would want to play against Carolina over the Rangers just because, and everybody knows this about hockey, You teams, teams get into your head. And right now the Rangers are in the Penguins' head. They 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 won the last three against yeah. the Penguins, and they just can't seem to beat Shazerkin for some reason. The only game that they did beat him in was because Jari posted a shutout and they won one nothing. And that's not happened all year except for that one game. Um, yeah. So so I think the issue with the Penguins is it's time for their stars to start showing up, and they need to beat. So they only really play against. I'm not really going to count the Islanders as a playoff team, but I think they need to, I think they need to at least win one of the two games against the Islanders just, just to keep the Islanders out of the mix. And then I think when they play Boston, they have to a minimum split. If they win all four of those games, I'm going to be back on, I'm going to be back on the bandwagon for the Penguins are a better team than we think they are. But if they lose all four, I mean, they could be really in trouble of making the playoffs, to be honest with you. And I know nobody's saying that, but if they lose those four games, I know they play the likes of uh, the Devils and the Flyers and teams that aren't making the playoffs. And I think, um, I think what's his name's coming into town. Um, I think he plays for Edmonton. He's a pretty good player. You might even know his name, Chris. Um, um, Connor. Gretzky, David, Connor Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah. Connor Gretzky. And so he's coming into town. So it'll be interesting to see if they, how they play against Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton's usually likes, likes to play. Is it really Connor Gretzky? Yeah. Connor. Well, Connor McGretzky slash McDavid McGretzky. Let's call him McGretzky. I like that. Connor McGretzky. Oh my gosh. Oh no. You're getting photos on. I've totally lost control now. (laughs) Tell him, tell him the Tom Brady hour is over. Yeah, Tom Brady. Steve wanted me to tell you Tom Brady hour is over. <laughs> Look, everybody, it's Kyle. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Hey, aren't you so thrilled? I am. I am. I guess who's in your house? Who? It's me. It's you. Yeah, well, I don't know why I said who. <laughs> I knew you were coming over, and I, I had a sneaking suspicion you'd be hopping into the broadcast booth here. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tim's telling us it is McDavid. It's not McGretzky. Oh, 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 McDavid. Yeah, I was saying Gretzky just because I admit it. Yo, Kerry, that's the worst team to play now. I just want to take you out of the playoffs too. So yeah, I mean you're right. You know, playing against playing well, against the, the likes of Philadelphia. Is Mariah Carey of hockey? Maybe that's just me. Kyle wants to know who my Mariah Carey of hockey is. Hey, uh, well, Anybody that's got any ideas? Oh yeah, go that's ahead. Easy. I got a few. I'm going to go with Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson? Yeah. Tom okay. Brady? No, Tom. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady, Brady doesn't play hockey yet. Yeah, you can't hear him, can you? Because my, my headphones. Oh, you can, you can hear him. Okay. A little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I just had to say hey. Hey, y'all. Hey. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for stopping by. We'll have we'll have Kyle back soon, I'm Oven sure. Oven chicken. I like I'm that. Sure. Ovi, could, Ovi, Ovi could be the diva. Yeah, Ovi could Oven be Oven chicken is the Mariah Carey. Yeah, Ovechkin. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so so that's the deal with the Penguins. They need they need to get it together. That's all. Uh yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 mildly right now I'm down on the Penguins. Uh, after the, after yeah. those basically they've lost five straight games against teams that they needed yeah. to beat 
uh, at least well, half of those games, but they didn't even look like they were competitive. When, you know? when, when you, uh, when you, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Thank Jesus. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. I think I saw that on the menu when I went through the drive through the other day. McJesus. So, um, yeah, the, the McJesus. So I, uh, <laughs> the one thing that I, that I, I kind of worries me right now. And especially when you mention it, Steve, is that if, if they lose, you know, a good amount of these final eight games, you know, and they don't make the playoffs. I mean, that to me this year is an epic collapse. Oh you yeah. Know, it would, it, it would, I it mean, would definitely, it would definitely necessitate like you can't bring Malkin back. You can't bring Latang back. You probably won't sign rust. You're going to end up with a whole new crew of guys. I mean, yeah. if that happens and, and they just fall apart after basically I mean, nobody is thinking they're gonna they're they're not going to make the playoffs, and I still think they will make the playoffs for sure. And they may even yeah. stay in the third. They may even stay in the third spot. You know, um, yeah. Washington uh, has been playing well, and the thing is, Washington's been playing well. That they're, they're the team behind them right now by um, four points, um, and they're really only six points away from the Rangers, who are four points away from Carolina. So it's not like it's not like they're playing they're they're out of anything i mean they could still end up technically they could still end up in first now that's not going to happen they're not going to they're not going to pass the rangers either um but so they're going to either be in third or fourth the thing is if they go the fourth position that means they flip to the other division which means they'll play the number one in the other division which would be florida so the reality is unless the rangers continue to play really well and carolina plays this mediocre game that they've been playing although they won the last couple games. Oh, and I saw Stahl had a hat trick, his first hat trick in like 10 years. It was interesting because they showed the last time he had a hat trick was here in Pittsburgh. Um, and, uh, is so, that Jordan so, Stahl? Yeah. Jordan Stahl. Yeah. I do remember yeah. that. Well, yeah. not the hat trick, but I remember, I remember his name, you know, his, his, wasn't uh, he a rookie here? Wasn't he a yeah, rookie? In, his in, rookie yeah. year was the year he, he had the most goals, um, yeah. in his career, which is yeah. really interesting. Um, but he's he's a, he's a, he's an excellent player. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the Atlanta yeah Falcons if they blow eight games, yeah. they would be the yeah. Atlanta Falcons of hockey. Yeah, agree on cutting most of the veterans if they collapse. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I don't a think they're going to that... collapse. Let's just put it yeah. that way. But I yeah. I think they need to play. They need to start playing not five hundred hockey. They need to start playing you know seven fifty hockey if they want to be yeah. flying into the playoffs. And the reality is, is if they do that then they'll probably get to play against the Rangers who they probably don't want to play against, but I'd rather see yeah. them playing well at the end of the season than snaking in and then having to go to Florida and play them because yeah. yeah. And it's very possible. I mean, the Rangers are playing so well, they could surpass Carolina. Sorry, yo carry, but they could, they could surpass Carolina. Um, but uh, Hey, only two weeks left. So, yeah. you know, a lot, yeah. not, not much crossed. can happen. The I games to watch you. this week, or um, see how they do against the Islanders. And then I think in next week, over the next weekend, I think they play Boston twice. So those are the, really the important games to watch. If they look terrible against the other teams, you can write them off because I don't care that, you know, those other teams are, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. So they're just out there skating. They need to beat those teams. You know, you need to yeah. beat the Devils. You need to beat the Flyers. You need to beat. I even forget some of the other teams they're playing, but they're they're garbage teams. Well, and they and, and they'd love nothing more than to actually have a chance to knock 
uh, a team like the Penguins out of the playoffs after the season that they've had. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's why you play the game. So, you know, fingers crossed. And uh, I think they're going to make it in. But I would much rather see them win six of their last eight uh, and or even go eight. No, although that could be dangerous, too. So. Um, but you want them to get in. And I just think that the, the playoffs is a whole other season. So even if they pull the Rangers in the playoffs, you never know. That could turn things around there. And again, we'll be grading this after the fact anyway. So um, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to the final segment this week. Uh, what are we watching? I'm, I'm going to start it this week because I'm going to give kudos to you, Steve, for and, and it's a shame Schwaber's not here because I am no longer a selfish watcher. Um, <laughs> probably because I've watched everything except what you guys watched. So now I'm watching that. But I did watch Cross uh, No One um, and uh, about the the Canadian on on Netflix, yep. a documentary about the the guy that set up the Ponzi scheme and disguised. I it knew as you'd a like that. Thing. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, Tim is watching Picard and Jack Reacher. Tim, I did watch Jack Reacher on Amazon. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, Picard, I have not watched. I think that's on Paramount plus. Um, but, uh, back in the day I was a a next generation fan. Uh, and, and I do love the guy that plays, uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, his name escapes me right now. Um, what are you guys watching? Let us know. Steve, what are you watching right now? I actually uh, started watching Mindhunters. Oh, well, you know, in season one, episode one, you see me there. I'm, I, I make a cameo appearance. For oh, real. B- before or after the guy blew his head off? Oh, after. Oh, after. Okay. He blew his head <laughs> off in the first scene. I know. <laughs> yeah. Is that all the further you got? The first scene? No, dude. I watched the whole first. I watched the whole first season already. Oh, you missed me. You missed me in the first episode. I'll have to go back and hit the pause. What you you go back? And How many minutes is, in? I can't remember exactly, but I can tell you the scene. It's the scene where the two lead detectives are pulling yeah. up to the police station right after the the the, the murder or the suicide happens. They yeah, pull yeah. up to the police station, and then they have a bunch of reporters walk up and say, are you here to investigate this? Are you here for that? And, and the guy gets, the bigger guy gets kind of, um, uh, kind of nasty with, do I look like this? Do I look like that? They're putting the they're pulling their stuff out of the car and they're walking in and I'm standing there and I'm holding like a recorder and a microphone. And I look perplexed. I'm, t- I'm on <laughs> camera for like 10 seconds. I'm telling you, I'm there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, know what senior talking about. It was, it was when they went to, uh, help out that the they were in a training the sheriff. session. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. sheriff. And uh, yeah, and that was filmed in Ambridge. Uh, and that, that scene that I was in that takes about um, 30 seconds, we started at 8 a.m. and we didn't finish until almost 8 p.m. And I got sunburned. And I walked that walk that I walked about 8 trillion times. Uh, <laughs> Tim Pomato is saying, I'm sticking with my Chicago series on Wednesday and survivor um so that must be chicago med fire and pd right i mean right now that's hot in the news because a lot of that stuff is happening on a daily basis i heard that in chicago carjackings are getting so prevalent that you know you don't you no longer need to prove that you actually own the vehicle they're just going to assume that you carjacked it i'm just <laughs> about that but uh 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Yes, I do um, really I like Mind yes, Hunters, by the way. It's it's really yeah, it's a great show. It's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love I, I love the serial killer the the first one he's he's the real serial killer if you've ever seen his uh, yeah. interviews with the real guy that actor did an incredible job an absolutely incredible yeah. job so um, and I'm finishing up uh, season six of Bosch I'll be moving on to season seven uh, and on Apple TV Plus oh man you don't have Apple TV Plus do you I do yeah okay you got to watch Severance severance oh okay. it's it is it just screws with your head so bad oh yeah just watch like it yeah. yeah just watch it yeah. um it's it's fantastic and i'm finishing up the last days of ptolemy gray my god i watch a lot of television so i was, uh, uh, anyway. I was gonna i was gonna pick up su- succession i i've already watched that whole season yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there are only two seasons, yeah, but it's right? great. Or three seasons. Well, no, Succession only has one season so far. Oh, really? Second one's coming yeah. out soon, though, right? Or not Succession. Um, oh, Succession God. has like three, I think. Never mind. Yeah, I'm thinking about another Apple TV show called. I think that's called Succession. How do you? Keep I don't it know. It doesn't matter. How do you keep it all? All right. Well, we're boring the hell out of everybody anyway. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, once again, our thoughts are with uh, Schwaber and his family. Sorry he couldn't be here. Um, let's get DG's last comment in here. I'm on the phone with my mom. Didn't want you to think I forgot the stars. Thanks for another good show. Oh, DG, you, first of all, you've given us enough stars as it is. You don't have to give any more. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here every week. Weekend. You bet, David. Tim uh, says he's watching Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I got to say, a lot of people are talking about that show, and yeah, I've got on it on my list, list and on my list, I, I will get there. So thanks for that. Um, anything to add at the end here, Steve, before I sign us off? Um, pray for sunshine for Pittsburgh. That's all I have to say. Oh, please. My, yeah, my yard is sopping wet. And as my wife would say, it's time to mow this ghetto lawn. Okay. Um, thanks. Thank you. Let's pray for good weather and, uh, we'll catch you next week on the sports porch guys. Thanks for being here. See you guys. Later.